Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Chitillo Coster. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. If you're listening to this in real time, it's June 2021, which means it's likely your business is going to start to slow down in the next month or so. Now, of course, this isn't true for every retail business, but often summers are typically a slower time in retail because people are enjoying time with their families and traveling And because we've all been locked down for the last year, I imagine most people are itching to get out and explore. Now, of course, if you sell swimwear or other summer-related items, this might actually be your peak time for business, but everything we're going to talk about today will still be relevant for you during your slow time. And what I typically see happen during these slow periods is that entrepreneurs scramble trying to think of ways to drum up more revenue. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, what if you took this slow time and used it to your advantage instead? And this is especially true if you're a one-woman show or your team is on the smaller side. Most entrepreneurs in general spend more time working in the business instead of stepping into our role as CEO and working on the business. And your slow seasons are the perfect time to do this. So this summer, instead of stressing out about your sales, what if you took the time to enjoy your life a little bit and work on your business? You know the stuff, vision planning, getting systems in place, auditing existing systems, auditing your sales results, etc. Plus, if you work on this stuff now, you'll be in a much better position come Q3 and 4 when retail generally picks back up. So first up, Revisit episode 53 of the podcast where I cover 15 ways to spring clean your business. That episode is packed with actionable things you can do right now, and it's a great place to get started with things like auditing your email automations, revisiting your ideal customer, assessing your team, and even just cleaning out your inbox. Today, I want to talk a bit more about some higher level things you can work on. And so first up, we're going to start with auditing your policy and customer service pages. One, you'll want to make sure these are still up to date because often we change policies but forget to update these pages and they live on with outdated information that leads to confusion for our customers. I also recommend you look at your recent customer service requests and see if you can't make the information on your website more clear to limit those inquiries. Maybe you need to add some more information to your post-purchase emails, your product descriptions, or those customer service pages. Maybe it's time for you to add a chat bot to your site that can answer your most common questions so the customer doesn't have to wait until your customer service team replies to their email inquiry. Ultimately, you'll want to do your best to decrease your customer service inquiries overall. 
And in fact, you should consider this just as important a metric as your website conversion rate. Because the more you can decrease the customer's need to inquire, the more likely they are to convert, the faster they're going to convert, and the more efficient your customer service team can ultimately be, which will save you time and money. Next up, review your shipping costs. Shipping is often one of the biggest expenses for an e-commerce business. And when was the last time you did a little analysis here? Now that we're living in the Amazon age of e-commerce, it's unlikely you're going to make money on shipping, but if you can at least break even, you'll totally be winning. If you're currently spending a lot more on shipping than you're bringing in, maybe you have to adjust your rates, look for better deals, adjust your packaging, or just raise your free shipping threshold. As you've probably heard me say a bajillion times before, you want your free shipping threshold to be a few dollars more than your current average order value. If it's not, that's a good place to start because it's possible you're just giving away too much in free shipping. Also, are you getting the best rates possible on your shipping? At a minimum, you'll want to use Shopify shipping versus paying regular retail rates at the post office, UPS, or FedEx. And when you ship right through Shopify, you'll get discounted bulk rates. And the higher plan you're on, the higher discounts you get. If you're a high volume seller, it might be worth it to get your own shipping accounts and negotiate your own rates directly with the carriers. Quick tip here, the fewer size boxes you usually use, the better deals you can get from the carrier. And if you're not already using a shipping software like ShipStation, now is a good time to start looking at that one. Not only will it make your fulfillment process way easier, but you'll also be able to take advantage of bulk discounts that get passed on to you. And if you're a subscription box, definitely check out Pirate Ship. So what else can we do this summer? It's a great time to get any big projects done that have been sitting on the back burner. Not that you should necessarily be the one doing the work, but big projects have a way of interfering with the day-to-day -day of your business. So your slow periods are the perfect time to do them. If you don't have a team to handle the work, it's likely going to be worth it for you to outsource that to someone else. Maybe you need to reorganize your warehouse, overhaul your email automation, get your documents organized, or finally create that affiliate program you've been wanting to put in place. Whatever those big projects are that you've been putting off because you know it's going to take so much time, energy, and effort, do those now. And like I said, don't be afraid to outsource this. For example, I'm working with a client right now who already has all of her email automations, but she hasn't updated them in years and their performance is starting to slip. She's also updating her website and doing a brand refresh. So now is the perfect time to overhaul those automations and she's hiring me to do it. Next up, start planning for Q4. Yes, I said it. In the e-commerce badassery megamind, we're spending June and July planning and getting ready for Q4. Nope, it's not too early. And in fact, it's never too early. At a minimum, start looking back at your results from last year and figuring out what worked and what didn't so you can do better this year. Listen to episode 11, what is a campaign recap and why you need one, which will walk you through the process I use for this. You don't necessarily have to like execute everything for Q4 right now, but if you at least map out your plan and give yourself some deadlines, you'll be in a much better position when we start rolling into our busy time. Another thing you can start doing this summer is to get started with ads. 
If you haven't been doing ads yet, but you've been wanting to, I'd rather see you start doing them now versus trying to learn them when your business is at its peak. Take a course, invest in an expert, start testing things. Don't wait until the holidays to start doing ads. You're going to have so many other things going on. You won't be able to give it the dedication and attention it deserves. And speaking of courses and investing in an expert, if there's anything else you've been struggling with in your business, whether it's just overall e-commerce strategy, something specific like social media or email marketing, or even if you've been thinking about adding wholesale to your business, use this time to learn and hone those skills. Hell, it may even be re-listening to the e-commerce badassery podcast. You know, those episodes you listened to on two times speed and never really absorbed or took action on the same goes for your team. Now is a good time to invest in their education and give them the tools they need to do their job better. When it comes to overall e-commerce strategy, SEO, or email marketing, I'm obviously your girl. Check the link in the show notes to hop on a clarity call and figure out how I can support you. If you need support in other areas, but aren't really sure where to go for that, DM me on Instagram and I'll introduce you to some kick-ass people I know who can support you. And then last up for today is to find partners and potential collaborators. Collaboration is one of my favorite ways to grow a business because getting in front of other people's audiences will help you grow so much faster than trying to do it all on your own. But finding the right collaborators takes time. So use this downtime to start researching complementary businesses, brainstorming ideas for how you can work together and getting all of your ducks in a row. So when you pitch these partners, they're excited to work with you. Remember that businesses want to partner with other businesses that are at a similar stage. So make sure you have your branding on lock, you're consistent on social media, and that you have something to offer them. Start creating a relationship with them now so that you're not just popping up in their inbox with a cold pitch later on. Warm them up to you and your brand so that by the time you pitch them to partner up, they're already bought into you and your business. And if after all of this, you're still not sure where you should be focusing your time right now, listen to episode 41 of the podcast, Setting and Accomplishing Goals Like a Badass. In this episode, I talk about mapping out your year and defining those big picture goals and what you want to focus on in your business at any given time. This will help you prioritize that giant to-do list and better allocate your resources. And look, I know it can be difficult to just sit back and watch those sales continue to slow down, but you can't run at full speed in your business all the time. That will inevitably lead to burnout. And sometimes you just have to take a step back so that you can propel forward just like a slingshot. So use this time to stabilize and cement the foundations in your business so you can hit the ground running for the rest of the year. And that, my friend, is a wrap. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.